Welcome to the Motivational Firewood Radio Show with your host, Steve Gamlin. As an award-winning speaker and author, Steve's greatest passion is blending inspiration and humor to create relatable, actionable, and repeatable messages. We hope you enjoy this recording. Hey there, my friend Steve Gamlin here, kicking off 2016 with a recent interview with my good friend Kevin Willett on the Friends of Kevin radio show. In today's segment, we're going to be talking a little bit about vision boards. Um, We start to focus on our goals for 2016. Steve, welcome to the show. Hey there, Kevin. Happy to be here, my friend. So, Steve, I want to just jump right in today because most of us have seen, you know, posts on social media, build your vision board. Well, what is a vision board, bud? A vision board is what I refer to. It started off as a joke, but so many of my clients latched onto it that I've kind of kept it going. It's a wall-mounted GPS for the rest of your life. It is what you want your dream life to look like, feel like, sound like, smell like in a collection of pictures. And it covers your entire life, not just money or career or health. It's, as Tony Shea, the CEO of Zappos says, it's an integration of all the parts of your life, not a balance between, it's integration of. So a vision board is the picture of what you want your dream life to look like in every single aspect, all in one place. So now, why did you launch your personal vision board training course? Why is it different? I've been on a personal development journey for about 27 years now, and I've been a a speaker now for almost 12 years. What I have found consistently over the years, with all the people talking about vision boards, and it goes back to the secret, which I believe has the basics down really, really well. What I'm finding that's missing out there is even the experts and the gurus and some of the celebrities who've who've endorsed these things, they'll say, set your goals, find pictures that represent them, put them on a board, look at it, wait for success, and they leave it there. (laughs) My program that I just launched, it took me 18 months to create it from start to finish. It has 10 very brief modules. You listen to them. You go to the workbook, you do the work, you go back to the next one. In my version, and I believe this, this is the way because it's, it's a chronicle of how my life has improved over the last 12 years. We don't even gather pictures till Module 7. You've got to do some serious digging of what you want and, more importantly, why you want it. I really love that piece, Steve, we talked a few minutes before the show, is the why question. I know that's kind of the new Vogue thing, you know, what's your why but until you really spend some soul-searching time determining what truly is your why, we were, you know, it's joking, hey, you know, I want to make more money next year. Okay, I mean, I think most people would admit that to being potentially their goal, but why? You know, how's it going to change life? What are you going to do with it? If there's no reason behind the why, then your chances of doing it, in my eyes, is very low because nothing's pushing you towards it and stuff. So I really think that you're correct, and the why is really important as to what you want to accomplish. People that say they want to be healthier or they want to lose weight, you know, the why is so important because that first day that there's a bunch of snow on the car or (laughs) it's really, really cold, they're not going to go to the gym, and then the dust starts to gather on that gym bag, and before you realize it, that resolution is flushed down the toilet. Absolutely. So, Steve, what four tools are critical to get started for a successful vision board then? The most important tools, there's four of them, and here's the coolest part. You don't have to go invest in them. And and somebody joked one time, 
I already have these tools. Well, yeah, that's why I'm I'm reminding you you have them. Pen, paper, heart, and mind. And what I tell people to do is to go somewhere quiet. Unplug from a familiar surrounding or at least unplug all your electronic devices. Go sit somewhere. And in every area of your life, I want you to be brutally honest about where your life is right now. And with pen, paper, heart, and mind, dig deep and start designing what you would like your life to look like. And so many people will say, well, I don't know. Okay, look around the world. Go read Success Magazine. Go read whatever magazine appeals to you for what your goals might be. Find people who are enjoying the type of life, the type of relationship, the type of career, the type of anything that you want to enjoy. Watch how they do it. And if you can, reach out and ask them what they love most about it and how they do it. Because the coolest thing about successful people, and by the way, success has nothing to do with money, coolest thing about successful people is if you ask them for some advice, they'll share it with you. And I just got to coach someone this morning whom I've never met all about what it is that I do because he's looking to become a speaker and reached out to me and asked for some ideas. And gladly, gladly, gladly. So now, Steve, you've done some research on engagement why is that so important? If you're not engaged in doing what you're doing, then you're going you're gonna to be like a kite. You're just going to blow where the wind goes, and you're not going to have any, any roots or any dedication. Uh, a couple of years ago, right around 2011, 2012, a big, big study was done in 45 countries about people who are truly engaged in their workplace. What they found out, and remember these numbers, 13, 63, 24. of people were actively engaged in what they were doing, actually investing themselves emotionally beyond the paycheck, which means 13% of people went over and above to do their jobs and and invest themselves. 63% basically traded their time for a paycheck and didn't make any extra effort, and there's nothing wrong with that. 24% were actively disengaged, meaning 24% were becoming those people you do not want to hang out by the water cooler with because they were actively trying to tear down the place. They're actively complaining and actively being negative. I mean, on purpose, going to work every day, being negative. And if you look at those numbers, nearly two times as many people were actively negative versus actively positive. And that's that's scary. And if people think, oh, that's just at work, I'm sorry. I, I honestly believe that everything you do 24-7 is a reflection of who you are. And if you're doing that at work, you're pretty much sabotaging the rest of your life as well. Very, very true. So now, Steve, how can companies as well as individuals benefit from vision boards? I've been real fortunate over the last five or six years to have some clients that now bring me in every year to build vision boards with their teams. And what they're finding is that it reminds people why they're doing their job every day, what's most important in their lives, whether it's a full-on vision board in their workspace or even a picture on their desk of what is most important to them. That keeps people engaged in why they're doing what they're doing. I've heard comments from CEOs like morale, way up. Uh, Interpersonal relationships and team strengthening, way up. Once people started to learn a bit more about each other, what's important to them, they saw a whole new attitude coming into their workplace. Now, it doesn't mean it's a a big, broad brush, yay, everything's great. It just means that things are working in a better, stronger direction once people begin to understand why they're there. 
Now, Steve, one of the advantages of doing this in my eyes is that, you know, when I was thinking about you this morning and mentally preparing for the segment, I, I kind of chuckled because there's got to be a pretty big percentage of people when they sit down to do the, the board go, I really don't know what's important to me. I'm just kind of going through the motions, Steve, you know, day in, day out, man. You know, you said to me, what are you hoping to achieve next year? I don't have anything for you. What I start to do with people is ask them, well, what was your favorite part of this past year? What were the favorite things you did, people you hung out with, places you went? Um, you know, what were your favorite experiences of the year? And would you want to have that again? Well, if they really enjoyed it, they'll say yes. Well, okay, we'll start from there. Say you, you had a date night once a month with your, your spouse, your loved one, and that was really cool. Okay, well, maybe this year you, you do twice a month. So take what you really enjoyed most about this past year and increase it or, or dedicate yourself to doing more of. You know, set an exact number. If you go to the gym once a week, maybe this year you go twice a week. I think most people, they they do kind of know what they want, but they in our big scattered lives, they have a tough time pinpointing exactly what it is. So I start off with experiences. You know, what were the greatest things that happened? Great, let's make more of those happen. Now, Steve, people listening to the show, and they're kind of on the fence with this vision board idea. Yeah, yeah, Steve, that sounds great. And I don't know if it's for me. Talk to me a little bit about these successes that you've had with vision boards. Yeah, well, I get that from a lot of people. Well, that worked good for you, Steve, but I can't do that. <laughs> and I tell them, look, yeah. here's, you know, 13 years ago, I threw my whole life in the toilet, quit my career, got a divorce, was 65 grand in debt, and knocking on my dad's door for a place to stay. About a year after that, I discovered vision boards. Now, I didn't get it all right the first few times, but here's what it's led to in my life. I spent time deciding the dream relationship I wanted to be in, and I spent a lot of time becoming the right person. I found pictures of people enjoying happy relationships, happy couples. I figured out that giving back and being generous with my time and acts of kindness did some research. The physical benefits of being a kind person are amazing, better than the medications you buy because there's no bad side effects. So I started researching ways to give back, put them on my vision board. Now, what this served to do was be a daily reminder that this is the type of person I want to be. It, it kind of is a way to raise your antenna to become aware of opportunities. And it's it's done nothing but improve my life over the years. We've got a whole giving mission now. I did discover the opportunity to be in that relationship and we've been in love now for eight and a half years visualize and start from zero and be more aware so steve you mentioned the um the first three years there was some adjustments you had to make um what do you think were, were the i don't want to use the word mistakes because i am not a big believer in mistakes what were the things that you had to change about your first couple of vision boards the first few were were all material things I was at a place in my life where, where really I left about everything I owned behind um, in a divorce. I did not have much to move on with. And so I started being a kid in a candy store thinking, well, I've got nothing, so I want a shiny new you know, Camaro. I want all these material things. And it only took a couple of weeks for me to realize I wasn't emotionally connected to stuff. I would have just been better off writing a letter that started off with, hey, dear Santa Claus. For material stuff. So what I also found is 
I needed to change the type of person I was if I wanted to get better results. So seeing these things on my vision board really got me to work on myself to gear up to be the right person to recognize the opportunities and go after them when they showed up. So, Steve, we've got about two minutes left. I want to talk about your free webinar coming up this month to educate people on vision boards. Can we get some details? How can my listeners participate? Yeah, it's going to be on Thursday, January 14th. It's going to be at 7.30 p.m. Eastern Time. And if they go to stevegamlin.com and go on the vision board page, the information will be there. I'm going to be talking about bare bones basics. This is not all about selling anybody anything. I want to give people enough education that if they truly want to make a difference in their lives, they can. And I'll be telling some stories about some amazing people who are regular everyday people just like you and I who are making some really cool things happen in their lives. And that's that's basically what the hour that night for free is going to be sharing. I just want to educate people and give them a good opportunity to create a better year. Great. Steve, describe your contact information one more time before I let you run, bud. Sure thing. It's all available at stevegamlin, G-A-M-L-I-N.com. It's all there. Videos, blogs, interviews, all kinds of fun stuff. Steve, really appreciate you taking the time of day to come on the show. And as always, thanks for being my friend. I am honored. Thank you, Kevin. Have a great day. Bye, bud. Thank you for listening. For more information on how to include Steve at your next event or to learn more about his personal development programs, please visit stevegamlin.com.